Hey, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, and uh, happy 4th of July. Uh, Yesterday, it was uh, America's birthday, and I hope you had a a good time and enjoyed the day off and uh, got some things done and got to at least watch some fireworks yesterday. But speaking of fireworks, the uh, Spurs are back in action at the Utah Summer League, and they're looking to get their first win in summer league action. Now, they did drop the first game uh, to Utah Jazz. They lost 74-87. to They're 0-1 to start the summer league uh, stretch. Uh, but there are some things to take away from and things that you can look forward to in game two of the Utah Summer League tonight as the Spurs take on uh, Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics summer league squad and what should be an interesting game. Now, the Celtics... Summer League squad is 1-0. They got themselves a nice, uh, narrow win versus the 76ers and against Markel Fultz. So you saw the number one pick and the number three pick kind of battle out. And, of course, everybody knows that situation. Boston and Philly switched uh, draft picks. And, uh, well, Boston ended up with Tatum. And uh, Philly got the number one pick with Fultz. But you're not here for that. You're here for some Spurs uh, talk, some Spurs action. So as I mentioned, the Spurs did lose 80 uh, to the Utah Jazz, 87-74. The, uh, the first thing to take away uh, from the game headed into tonight's game, and that's basically what we're going to be talking about today, takeaways. What are we taking away from the one game so far on the slate heading into tonight's game and what you need to look out for? I'm going to start off with something uh a little different. I know everybody's going to be thinking about uh, Derek, Derek White, and yes, well, we'll talk about him. But I want to look at the other player the Spurs drafted. That was Jerron Blossom game. He didn't really light up the scoreboard. He was 0 for 8 from the field. He had zero points. He took two three-point shots. He missed them both. And I know what you're probably thinking. Um, well, is, what's your, where we're we going with this? You know, is this a negative takeaway? Actually, this is a positive takeaway. Because I like what he did on the defensive end, and in particular, rebounding. He had himself eight rebounds for the Spurs. He had seven defensive rebounds and one offensive rebound. And I like that. He he was able to attack early, and he was attacking the glass uh, early on in the game and throughout the game, despite his uh, inconsistent shooting or maybe lack of shooting uh, from uh, the start of game one. He had six rebounds in the first half, and he finished with eight. I get it. He did struggle shooting the ball over eight. Not a good way to start your rookie campaign. But he showed that he is willing to throw his body around and get get on the glass. And I like to see that, especially with the fact that the Spurs need some help in the paint. We know the situation with LaMarcus Aldridge. He may or may not be here next season. I'm, for one, thinking it's leaning now more towards he's staying, considering uh, it looks like the the summer free agency action is starting to cool off a bit now with Gordon Hayward uh, pretty much committing to Boston. And we know what happened with Paul George, uh, Chris Paul, etc., etc. So unless the Spurs can find themselves some big out there that can help in the paint, a Blossom game may be it. I liked what I saw out of him defensively. He was just attacking, attacking, attacking the glass. And I want to see him continue that in Game 2 versus Boston tonight. Yeah, I would also like to see him connect on some shots over 8. I mean, that's not good. But the Spurs preach defense, 
he was exercising that quite heartily in game one. So that's my first takeaway from the uh, first loss of the Summer League action is uh, Blossom Games' ability to just clean up that glass. And hopefully he continues that and also gets his shot going down tonight in game two. So that's the first takeaway. And of course, the biggest takeaway is the play of Derek White, the rookie first round pick for the Spurs in the 2017 NBA draft. Uh, Started off his NBA career on the right foot. He actually led the team with 13 points. He shot 5 for 12 from the field for about 42%. He took five three-point shots, made one. He had both of his free throw shots. He had two rebounds, three assists. Now, he did have two turnovers, but that's expected from uh, a rookie like himself. And he had a uh, only had one foul. And with him on the floor, he was a plus nine for San Antonio. I get it. It was just one game. It, it you know you don't want to put too much stock in this, but you like what you saw out of White. You saw him leading and guiding the team, and he he was just not afraid. I think that's what really stood out for me. It was that this kid was just simply not afraid to drive, not afraid to take the shot, not afraid to take a three-point shot, even though he missed five of them. He was just pretty much everything the Spurs need out of a guard. He played a little bit of defense. He played a little bit of offense. He also was able to find his own shot. There was a, a moment during the game where he was being heavily defended. He pump faked, and guess what? Knocked the guy out of his socks, and, of course, he nailed the, sh- nailed the uh, shot to help the Spurs at least stay within the game. Uh, you like what you saw out of Derek White? Granted, like I said, it is just one game. But with the situation the Spurs are having themselves right now with the point guard dilemma, you know what's going on with Tony Parker. Mills is back. They whiffed on Chris Paul. No news yet for Derek Rose, if they even want him, and so on and so forth. So the Spurs pretty much have themselves a handful of guards they can pick and choose from. It's not just simply Mills and White and Parker when he gets back. And there's also a guy named Bryn Forbes. He's on the roster too. You know, he might be on the bubble considering the Spurs brought in Derek White from the draft. And, um, you know, he may be trying to fight for any minutes he can get or maybe showcase his talents for another team that's looking for a shooter like Forbes. But Derek White set the tone early for the Spurs. And you liked Everything you saw. And he did all of this in 22 minutes. He had 13 points in 22 minutes. That's a pretty efficient game for uh, the rookie out of Colorado. Uh, so overall, what a way to start uh, Derek White's career. He was the uh, the biggest bright spot for the Spurs. And hopefully he continues that tonight against Boston. And then the finally, my final uh, takeaway from game one heading into game two is uh, the Spurs defense. One thing that Coach Hardy preached before the Spurs left to Utah was they're going to try to push that defense, push that defense, and it was not a good defensive start to the game by any Spurs standards. This Jazz shot 62.5% in the first quarter alone. They knocked down five of nine from the three-point line. They the, the team was not closing out on shooters. They were giving them too much space and too much time to knock down the shot. And in a situation where you have a guys like Murray and Forbes and Bertans and so on and so forth 
who know exactly what the Spurs preach on defense and not one of them even themselves showed up to uh, set the tone defensively, that's got to leave you with your head scratching just a little bit. And, and it gets even deeper than that. You, when, you, when you look at what the Spurs did, uh, they never let in the game. They allowed Utah to go on a 11-point run. The biggest lead for Utah was 17. I mean, where's the defense? Why didn't they ever try to stop the bleeding? The Jazz were able to score 26 points to the Spurs, 19 points in the first quarter. They outscored the Spurs in the second quarter, 19 to 18. They outscored the Spurs in the third quarter, 23 to 18. And the Spurs just tied them 19 to 19 in the fourth quarter. Doesn't look like Spurs defense, if you to ask me. The Jazz out-rebounded the Spurs 39-28. They were able to outshoot the Spurs for the game 48% to the Spurs 30%. So you tell me who brought the defense. It wasn't the Spurs. It was actually the Jazz. Um, the Jazz were able to connect on 39% of their three-point shots to the Spurs 22%. You see where I'm going here. Defensively, they were just not there, and that needs to change. And if these guys want to make a case for themselves to be on a Spurs roster, you they should know by now, like you and I know, it all starts with defense, and you got to play that defense. And game one, not one of those Spurs players that were wearing silver and black for the Utah Summer League squad was playing defense. So you got they got to change that tonight, and they got themselves a handful uh, tonight against Boston. Of course, Jason Tatum, we know how he played, but you got Jalen Brown, who also was just wrecking it in game one for Boston. So if the Spurs want to test their defensive medal, great way to do it tonight versus Boston. So those are my three takeaways uh, from uh, game one of the of the Utah Summer League heading into the game two of tonight. Got to watch out for Blossom game. Let's see if he continues to clean up that glass and if he can knock down some shots. We'll take that away from game one into game two. You got to hopefully and hope that Derek White continues his hot play and he sets the tone and that he is continuing to be a bright spot and it wasn't just uh, lightning in a bottle, that he is that type of guard that the Spurs need, that nice combo guard that can create his own shot, get the offense going, score when they need to, knock down the outside shot, penetrate and drive. Hopefully he can duplicate that effort against Uh, Boston tonight and finally the defense the defense got to change they got to clean it up they got to get tighter on there if they can't do that then you know Will Hardy the coach for the Utah Summer League squad needs to have a little one-on-one talk with these guys and what it takes to win and that is on the defensive end and they got themselves a handful of a team tonight Boston but hopefully they'll pull out the win and go 1-1 in the Utah Summer League those are my thoughts I'd love to hear what you have to say about the Spurs early in their uh, summer league play, email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. With that, I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Rush into Old Navy today for this can't-miss one-day deal. 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Get the workout wear you need at a huge 50% off one day only today. Hurry in or miss out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1020, select styles only, excludes in-store clearance. 